0: (laughs) missing that seven times (laughs) and I said, thanks, (laughs) Dibs. Thanks, (laughs) Dibs. Oh, yes, yes, I remember the goals, yes, yes, I remember the goals, the goals, the goals. (laughs) Dips.
1: Dips. 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 Dips.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Pucks so... in Deep podcast. We're live. It's episode eight, and that was one of the most amazing <laughs> videos I've ever seen. Uh, a remix in tribute uh, to Jason Spezza, that goofy bastard. He plays his thousandth <laughs> game tonight, go, So I found that randomly on YouTube uh. and I said, it's a good beat and it's a goofy guy. Let's get him on the pod. Well,
1: it's funny because we were looking for uh, just basically a clip of him laughing because he's got that hilarious, goofy laugh, like this dorky laugh on him. He's known for it. Yeah, he just the kind of laugh that makes you laugh. In response as and we, we just so we saw. find the video it's just a compilation of him snickering and laughing at things and then they like remixed it to some little beat at the end and it's greatest
0: oh my god like he was just so upfront with the reporters and that's kind of why i don't mind the guy like you know obviously uh i'm 31 year old Lee fan so i'm kind of almost bred to dislike the sends in some way but spezza was always such an interesting guy i mean like Right down to the way he skated, Lesko. Like he was he, a character. He eh? skated so uh, hunched over. I used to think that, you know, there's no way Spets is gonna last in this league with the way he hunches himself over. He sk- I remember I used to say to my buddy, he skates like he's got a fridge on his back. Yeah, but well. <laughs> now he's he's playing his thousandth game tonight, so he's gonna get that silver stick, and that's always a special moment for any player.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, you know, I wasn't really concerned about Spetsa. Given his size, I mean, he was strong on the puck and could lean into guys. game's kind of passed him by at this point, but he's sticking around. I don't know if it's just because when you pay a guy that much money, you better get something out of him, or.
0: But he was one of those guys that was highly touted uh, as as a as a mid to late teenager. I mean, I think a, a lot of it had to do with uh, you know being from the Toronto area, actually right from Toronto. Um, he was uh, highly regarded as the number one overall pick for. Several years actually leading up to his draft. I was reading a little bit on him today. Obviously, with him playing his thousandth game with the Dallas Stars. Um, well, thousandth game, sorry, in general. Uh, tonight he'll suit up for the Dallas Stars. But um, yeah, I mean, he just had. He's got. He's got some records. He's got franchise records with Ottawa. You know, back in the back in the heyday with the Heatley and Alfredson line. I mean, they were probably maybe the best line in hockey. Yeah, they were outstanding. They
1: torched the Leafs for so many years and painful yeah. memories of those days. But, yeah, there was a time where those guys were one of the best lines in the NHL. And, uh, you know, Spets' career stats are awfully impressive. I mean, given the fact that, you know, he's got 1,000 games and 896 points, I mean, that's it's pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, <clears throat> he tore it up in junior, and, and it really did uh, translate directly to the NHL. I mean, he was... He was uh twenty one points in in thirty three games uh you know in his in his first goal round he got seven goals and fourteen assists that's a pretty well rounded stat line for a guy just trying to break in uh you know the second year was his first full season at seventy eight games and he got fifty five points so um again he proved to the organization that he was a player that could could make a difference and then of course uh you know they went they went on that run uh of 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 some of some pretty stellar hockey the senators didn't obviously he was a huge part of that so um, you know, when you think about the uh, the playoffs that he had, um, what was that playoff run? He got so many points. Uh, I'm trying to look it up right now on, on DB here.
1: Yeah, he tore it up. I mean, they played so well in the playoffs, all those years that they made it uh, deep. I mean, they... They were steamrolling guys, and yeah,
0: I got it here twenty-two points in twenty games. Yeah. Uh, the, the year that they went to the final. So I mean, he was such a catalyst for the team, and yeah, he's even just seen his picture on <laughs> seen his picture on the screen right now. It's pretty funny. Like he just looks almost like bewildered to be uh, having his photo taken. He a, you know? so he's, he's a, a real, funny looking dude. Yeah,
1: or. yeah, a goofy guy.
0: But uh, you know, congrats to Jason Spezza on a uh, great career.
1: Well, it's not over yet, so he's he's still got some playing to do. Yeah, I he's going to come off that contract, yeah, that still making some money. To see if he get a little a uh, little change to keep playing in the NHL if he wants to. Right on. So right. big news there on the, the gambling front. I guess with the law changes in the U.S. recently.
0: Yeah, I love it. I mean, it, it's legal. Uh, they're they're going to start pushing it. It's going to be advertised. It's already kind of been advertised anyway. We've got some uh, advertisements for casinos on NHL rink uh, boards. That was kind of the first barrier. That was broken, um, and now obviously the major barrier that's broken down is, is the partnership. It's actually a partnership between the NHL and uh, you know the... the MGM. MGM, yeah, thank you. The yeah.
1: casinos there, so I guess they're going to have the... They're basically selling them the st- statistics out of SAP that they're generating, and they're going to begin generating more so with um, puck uh, tracking, I guess, and, yep. and player tracking uh, to really... Give the, I guess, the bookmakers as much insight as they can possible when we're trying to make the odds for their prop bets or whatever. It's going to be like in game prop bets. It's going to be insane.
0: Well, let's look at it this way, man. Like, hockey, I think it's safe to say the NHL is probably the hardest sport to bet. I mean, NBA is probably the easiest. Football might be, or maybe like football, basketball. Uh, even baseball, like, there's there's your there's your horses, and then there's your non-horses. Like the NHL only has a few non-horses, and they change every year.
1: Yeah, I figured I figured there uh, those other sports are more difficult to bet on, but I, and that's why I don't do it. I only like only play pro line or whatever. and bet on hockey. I was like, I don't follow any other sports well enough to to I, try and bet on them. I'm a hundred percent with you, but on I that. know there there's a predictability to it. You yeah. Know?
0: Like, I hear, I hear uh, betting friends of mine that like to lay lines down on several sports. I like to bet golf as well. Um, but you're right. I, I only... I like to do pro line. I used to do pro line lots. There was a site that used to do prop betting, and I remember it was the year that I lived in Toronto. I think it was, like, 2013 or something. And I'd be watching the game, and it would be, like, every player was up on the screen, and you could choose which player was going to score first. Wow. And because it was... It was the next goal. Not for each team. It was like the next goal of the game will be scored by blank. And every selection, and we had Kessel back then, and he was obviously a great call for us to score a goal. The guy scored all kinds of goals. Even Kessel would be like an 8-1 to odds. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, if you were willing to bet five bucks... You could get it right and like win all kinds of cash. Like yeah, right? see that's yeah.
1: that's really fun. Like innovative, like in-game betting that could get me like even watching other sports more yeah. closely. or So something.
0: the other ones let's go were um like Ovechkin versus Crosby, who will get more points. And then, right. and then they had the line. So they would have yeah. them at almost even money, so that would be kind of a pointless one. They would have more interesting ones up there in the sense that like a guy that's been playing well recently, maybe he's got four points in three games, but he's like a second liner and doesn't even get power play time. Yeah, He would be up against the star for the other team who is just doing star things, nearly a point per game, but maybe not quite as amazing as you would expect them to be. And because of that, the line is not as ridiculous and they're not just giving money away well the line was interesting the, yeah. enough for you to be like man that's an that's an interesting bet because like there's no way that you know a guy like uh gets laugh is is is, is going to be outscored by some by some second liner that i don't even really know on, the, on on the hurricanes i mean this is a while ago right so like it was it was harder to determine what the scores were going to be back then i feel like even even more than it is now like now you kind of you, you, well, I was just about to say you can kind of write write it down in pen that it's going to be a high scoring affair almost every time, but then look at you get you get all kinds of like low scoring affairs and you have no idea why. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The game is hard gambling. to bet on. Yeah,
1: it's gambling. way harder to bet on. No, I've always I've always had fun with it. I've won a few times on like Pro Line and things like that, but it does get you right fired up and flipping around. And you know, I think the one of the notable times that I won on a, a gambling like. Pro Line. I was up in North Bay when I lived there, and I went on a ticket. And me and the boys, a, a couple of my buddies there, we were at the we we're at the Ripper's <laughs> Fannies, <laughs> and we're looking up at the screen behind the bar oh, to see if your ticket was going to win. And, the t- <laughs> and then we see it on the ticker while we're well, there, so we oh got wow, well, we got f- a little more fired up.
0: No doubt. Yeah. Oh my god! But what it's going to be a lot of
1: fun. Whenever apparently, so what they bleed. They're led to believe now that the Canadian laws are going to change to allow for this large scale hopefully hopefully pulling it away from the uh, somewhat away from the government but that that's gonna be a tough sell because you know union and public sector and all that stuff well, oh OL, you know, oLG will, will have everything. something to say about that yeah. unless they maybe try and integrate a similar format um, it, that might happen instead of like a corporate t- style p- partnership in Canada you know with a big uh, uh casino company or gambling well, company.
0: Well I know in Washington um they they've they've come out and said uh, what is is it McPhee, right? No McPhee's in uh Vegas now. Who's the owner? Who's the owner in uh, Washington? Yeah, Leontis, that's the, the guy. Tan guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ted Leontis um uh, apparently has come out and said that he he believes that eventually there will be and soon, uh that there will be a casino in the Capital One center. Uh, at, at Washington
1: in there or in their arena in the arena. Yeah. Well then if they get one, there's, and that's in definitely going to have to get one on Vegas. Then. Yeah, of course. Build one right off it.
0: Well, yeah, I guess you're right. eh? I mean, they've got so many of them already. Like, can they just oh, pop yeah. up another one? I
1: don't know. I, 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 have no idea what the, the ratio casinos to people. But you're right to though. There. It could
0: be almost like a, a big restaurant that has a small, um, like standalone section
1: in an arena. Oh yeah. You're like, oh cool. Where that- you can go place live bets. Yeah. Like yeah. On the fucking game. So it would be round... it would be
0: the MGM Grand. Yeah. But it's a small. It's little... Like an outlet
1: store in, yeah. in, the, in the arena. <laughs> yeah.
0: So instead of selling beers yeah. out of it, it's all go gonna be
1: and... in an app though. Like yeah. I, you know, it's all gonna be on your phone, and which would be amazing. Too. Yeah.
0: I'm I'm really looking forward but to it. Apparently, they're
1: expecting like two to three hundred million dollars in revenue from this, and that's just I'm assuming that's the first year estimate. Mm-hmm. I, I see that as growth thing year over year uh, but i mean with the angel of four billion overall revenue i mean it's it's not a huge fraction for them but it's still revenue nonetheless for a league that wants to increase it
0: speaking no. of revenue do you know who this assists greatly who's that the toronto maple leafs how so because the cap will go up
1: well, that's the thing. Hockey related revenue they were talking about down on the air last the night cap is going to go up. It's yeah. all HRR. Yeah, and, and I the remember when. Get a cut.
0: So I, I I'd have to go back and look into some of my notes, but I was so hardcore involved the last CBA, like the last lockout, like oh, you the were... big yeah, the big lockout that we had there. Oh yeah, like I was so involved, man. Like I was I was blogging back then. Yeah coley's
1: corner that's a that's a tough time to blog you might as well have taken that year off yeah but
0: you know what though man there was a lot of people like there was i could probably think of at least five and then if i really started to think of it there would be more like but you said
1: a lot of people and then follow no up with no no but i mean five. like i mean on
0: my list i mean on my list i don't yeah, mean I a lot of people like in the mass fucking media i mean <laughs> right. like i mean more people than i expected like they would actually respond to the to the blog and then I'd, like, fucking reply to them or whatever. And then we'd have, like, this... They'd eventually probably message me on Facebook and we'd have this little chit-chat about, like, how it's going. And and it was because, like, every time you read something or you watched, uh, you know, That's Hockey or something, it just... It seemed to come out like Charlie Brown's teacher. Every time. It was, like, wah, wah, wah. Well, I, I, I didn't that, listen
1: to that. I can't listen to that crap. I understand like It's, it's they such did. a piss-off because you're so mad as a fan that the NHL isn't happening. I right, but you like, should still want to know why. I, yeah, I don't know. Like, just I'm not into the the inner workings of the CBA. Like, I know what they talk about here and there, and I know some okay. things on the fringe of it, but I've never taken the time to like research and follow up. Because and it pisses me off even thinking about it right now. Because the thought of the he's being canceled again in a couple of years it drives will me be. insane. Well, you, could, you know. I think Vegas and this possibly may, Seattle have something to say about that. This may save it Here's, as well. I'm not giving you 500 million dollars and let you take a year off.
0: <laughs> yeah, but once they sign on the dotted line, they're a part of the fucking. Yeah, but CBA. the owners
1: aren't aren't so. You know what I mean? Like and losing money. No, especially that's with right. With the and amount of money they're making now,
0: the expansion may actually be the 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 this what am I trying to say? It'd be the saving grace. The for saving The saving grace. Season. Yeah, it would be the saving grace for well, not the season, but the next CBA. It would be an extension of the CBA, so we will expand the league only when we sign a new CBA.
1: We're not, in, we're yeah, not. Yeah, but the owners don't in, want. They all want the money. Yeah, I know, but we're not bringing in Seattle. What's going to be like seven seven hundred million dollars?
0: Yeah, but they're not going to say no to that. No, I know, but what I'm saying is that doesn't necessarily mean that they're just going to be like, oh yeah, here you go, same CBA as last time. No, oh, no, there's going to be fucking. Not.
1: But they need to start like now. Yeah. That's the thing that pissed me off the most is that it's like oh it's summer the year before the season well, I guess we better start negotiating like it's a a minor agreement like with how d- much detail and lawyers that are involved in this then start that shit now The thing
0: that bothers me the most and this is what I was getting at when I said like I blogged and people would ask me questions I I tried to make it seem as fucking easy as possible without like lying to people like I had to I had to decipher the fucking code myself from, you know, Drager and McKenzie and reading articles from lawyers and businessmen about the lockout and how it works and why this is happening and getting all these different angles so that I could kind of type out my thoughts and be like, yo, this is what the fuck is happening basically in English. Uh, Don't like quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure I got a good handle on what's going on here. And what I really hated the most was the blind hatred towards the NHL because All the NHL players are all fucking good guys and all they want to do is play hockey and they don't even care about the money and like it's just the NHL and fucking Gary Bettman and he's such a fucking (laughs) asshole and like they should just let the players play because the players don't even fucking like go and fucking uh, go and read a goddamn book. You know, like there was pushback, like there was so much pushback and there was, we want this. And then there was, well, we, we don't want to give this up. And sometimes I would look at some of the two it's sides and signed, be like, what are
1: you guys fucking fighting it's over? It's because they signed such a bad deal the first time that they've been trying to claw back ever since the players have been, have been tough on it. And there's certain things the owners don't like either. So there's all these sticking points and, it's always know, and there's so many escrow variables. and, and yeah. hockey related revenue. And it's. Hopefully they get that shit figured out. Well, I don't want to talk help. about this. Let's talk about there's real hockey going on, so let's fucking move on, right?
0: Yeah, well, let's continue with the league notes, though. I'm really, I am really I said this to you when you first came over here, and I think you agreed with me. The Global Series in Helsinki this week, Thursday and Friday. It is October 30th, by the way, uh, for those of you tuning in. October 30th, uh, one night before Halloween. Uh, the Global Series this Thursday and this Friday. It's at two o'clock Eastern, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be some nice uh, a nice opportunity to see some afternoon hockey. Let's go! But it kind of crept up on me. I don't know where the advertising. I was, haven't heard ab- about it at all. <laughs> I, I saw
1: a picture on Twitter, and it wasn't even that there was. I was wondering what the background was. They were interviewing somebody, and I saw the Global Series blue logo and background. I was like, why haven't I heard of this? Like. I knew they were doing the uh, the China game this year, but yep. I didn't even hear about the Sweden one until it happened either. Right. It was, Edmonton was there for a couple of games. And That's then right, yeah. Now that, but this is a good idea. I, I like it. You know, you sell the game overseas. I mean, they're looking for TV rights and deals and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And you got two big uh, Finnish superstars in Finland there with Laine and Barkov.
0: Wow, is Line A a superstar? He's on the fourth line? Fourth line Oh, a? yeah, fourth line A. Fourth line A. <laughs> Hashtag fourth line A. He's actually, he was practicing, he was taking line rushes today on the third line. So okay, well, third he's line mo- moving on up third there. Third line A. Well,
1: I, he's, I don't know what's going on there. Like, I just assumed he was humming along, and then I, I realized what he had. You know, no, he's not terrible. scoring. So <laughs> We had a good laugh there, I guess, during, the, uh, so the Leafs played the Jets, obviously, those last two games, and, uh, he was, I was laughing at him first of all because he he shaved his his beard finally, which is right. great, um, correct. And, but move. what is that like cheesecloth? Like uh, it looks like long john material turtleneck, long sleeve shirt he's wearing because I've seen the this and it's so sweat stained. It's it's it looks <laughs> disgusting. Like it looks like he's been wearing it for you know four or five years at I, this point.
0: I can't. I was just gonna try and find my message to the group, but I don't even remember what fucking group I sent it in, but whatever group I was in chit chatting with at the time, he skated on the screen and they zoomed right in on him. And I was like, what the fuck is this guy wearing right now? I was like, is that a goddamn neck guard from like when I was 12? And then I looked at it again. I was like, no, it looks like a fucking sweater. And my message to the guys was, is Lainey wearing a goddamn hoodie out there? <laughs>
1: like, it looks like <laughs> it's, something it, fucking crazy. It's just like an old ratty turtleneck of sorts, and it, it looks disgusting. It was nasty. And the other funny thing, I guess, that happened to him <laughs> was he was, I guess, I guess the Leafs, he, and I looked at the clip, too, and it was very funny to review to see what he was doing, and then it was the uh, Flintor on Twitter who, like, Posted the GIF, and I guess there was a video with sound of Bufflin yelling him to move his feet or get moving. Yeah. And because he was standing still in the uh, corner, and then the guy did like the Xbox controller turned off. Yeah. uh, With the little icon.
0: Please reconnect controller. Please reconnect
1: controller. And then, you know, (laughs) he sticks gates away after. I thought that was great. That
0: was good, actually. And it, it actually almost looked real, especially for the first like two seconds. For the first two seconds, when the controller died, I was like, "Oh my god, that actually looks real." Then, of course, he kind of moved over behind the net, and then it started to fade away. But uh, yeah, it was pretty funny, and he did get an earful from from Bufflin. I mean, yeah, I Bufflin
1: in- doesn't screw around. And no, I you know, I get it going. I, I just you know, uh, Maurice there he's a pretty he's a pretty tough coach, so he'll he'll put you through the ringer. He's like Babcock, like you know what you did last year with like yeah. Marner and whoever, and Nylander. Give them the temporary demotion in the doghouse for a little bit. That's right. You got to get him going, and obviously he belongs in the top six of that team. There's no doubt about it. I feel
0: like uh, the only way that line a turtleneck thing or whatever the fuck it was could be worse is if
1: he wore it with the third jerseys. Oh yeah, those. uh, I don't think he's worn that with the third. What do we call them? Timbits hockey jerseys.
0: It's not even a jersey, man. Like it's okay. This is. I got upset with the fucking Senators when they came up with. Sends. Oh, when it said Sens, yeah, that was okay. dust. That's
1: even worse. Than oh, and there jets. was a there was a Tampa Bay one that said Bolts too. Yes. That was brutal. That's brutal.
0: Okay, but here's the thing. You are not the Tampa Bay Bolts. No. You are not the Ottawa Sens. Okay? But Winnipeg is officially the Jets. Right. So if I give them some so you're leeway,
1: excuseable leeway. If least? I give
0: them some leeway, I still think it's garbage. But if I give them some leeway, at least that is their name. The Sens one was just Awful, I mean they've had awful jerseys for. At least forever. you call
1: them the Sens, you know. You do call them the <laughs> Sens. No
0: one calls the Lightning the fucking. Bulls. The bolts. Like, I What never, is going? I've never with heard
1: that? that. But the uh it's just like if if Montreal came out with the Hab Habs. just Habs written like, on the front of the jersey, we could pull I'd it never off. Never do that. Leafs could pull it off. What just having Leafs? But it would be garbage because well, our whole symbol if, is the goddamn if that's leaf. That's all it said. If it all has was, just the word on it, Leafs. Like, like the, it was just uninspired. Like it looks my, like nobody look at put it on.
0: jersey. Up. Like my arena's jersey, the way it just says arenas. Like that's garbage. At least it has a
1: big fucking. Well, tee and it on was it. from 1910, so I'll let them go. Agreed. <laughs>
0: Agreed with that. Yeah. All right. Anyway. uh, Yeah. Last. Last little dig uh, on the Jets. There. They've been. They've been. Uh, they've been having some tough times. So we don't. We don't want to kick them while they They'll be down
1: fine. They'll be here. fine. They're one of the best teams in the NHL. All
0: right. Gripe of the day for me here.
1: Offside reviews
0: Oh I mean, man like, Gripe
1: of the day This has been my gripe Since they started doing this shit
0: Yeah I don't disagree with you But here's the thing though Like clearly Lesko You must be okay With the one With the Duchesne You must be okay With well, the Duchesne offside the Duchesne offside is the reason for the fucking rule.
1: Yeah, I know. It's in, You can't just make a rule based on one thing that happened once. No, no,
0: no. But I'm saying the egregious offside that cannot be allowed. It was so offside. I don't know how no one saw yeah, it. Yeah, I know. The whole fucking building yeah, knows. Yeah, I know. We
1: saw that. You got to
0: take those goals away. But we're taking goals away now, man, on a fucking On a hair. hair.
1: On a hair, on a, on a glitchy, like, uh, pixelated, uh, zoomed-in photo.
0: Fucking dumb. It's My- dumb. The one that really grind my gears the most was wherever it is, uh, Colorado and Tampa. I was actually watching that game live, and I have Gog in one of my pools,
1: and I have McKinnon on another. And Landeskog scored, and they were down one nothing. Landeskog Tampa. from McKinnon. Yeah,
0: a oh, beautiful goal. And Tyson Yost was like basically the kid that wants to come over and play. But the other two kids are way better than he is. So he plays, but he just. Why kinda, was he on that line? Well, I don't know. He was. I think it might have been a change. Like, he wasn't even a part of the play, Lesko. The other two guys. So the zone was gained, and then I believe it came back out and went back in. So Tyson Yost was. what well, I believe it was. He was. You, you should look it up. For those of you guys that are listening that you didn't see it and you want to have a look at it, it was so close. I feel like, like Yost wasn't even a part of the play. He was just tagging along he, he was never just has tagging along. it
1: never matters that's the thing what would obsess me most about it is the fact that you know things that have little impact on the actual play and the other part of it that really bothers me is that no they're overturning shit that no linesman in the world could see because at that point then replace it with a laser or a, a sensor system because yeah, at but- that point at that point you're you're taking the human element out of the linesman, the linesman only has a few jobs, and you're, you're basically negating that. I just, I don't, I don't agree with it. There's yeah, got to be some degree of human error in the game. There is,
0: there can be. It doesn't need to be either or. It doesn't need to be either humans alone, and we don't give a fuck if he's eight feet offside. You can't review it, but is that not what, what they're going to? That's garbage because we can't have that. Isn't can't that have a cup where they're going that. now? Though? Yeah, but the other way is. Full fucking lasers or robots or whatever, but we don't we don't need that either, man. Why can't we just put fucking earbuds into the officials' ears and they're in the truck and the truck is but only then you're video reviewing everything. Yeah, but the truck is only five seconds behind, man. So if something really bad happens and you're like, oh, Bruce, that was fucking way off, bud, like way off. Brucey can blow it down. Yeah, Brucey can blow it down.
1: Compromising the integrity of the game. No, you're not. It should have been called. It
0: should have been called. It was offside. But
1: there's there's human there's human error to the game. It's just a fact of it. It's always been a fact of sports. But what if he scores? uh, Just then, make it robots. Then make (sighs) it all robots.
0: But we can't. Like I just I okay. Here's my grab. I just don't want to see the The goal being taken away because of an offside that had fuck all to do with the play. Right. So here's in, another in one. A
1: league that's struggling to get goals, they're finding an awful lot of ways to take them away. So
0: here's another one that happened, and I can't remember the teams. And I was trying to research it so I wouldn't look frazzled when I was talking about it. But I'm just going to talk. You're about already are frazzled. I know, but I'm just going to talk about it in general. It was another one that they were talking about on the radio, and I didn't end up seeing it. But based on the explanation, it sounds very stupid. They're the, always stupid. The play was off. Some of them are like forty seconds later. Yeah, this is one of those ones. The yeah, play, the play was offside, and it—I guess it was the guy didn't actually tag up.
1: Oh, like okay. his, his blade didn't quite touch the blue. He didn't tag up right. really,
0: and then so he meant to tag up, and he didn't tag up by like an inch. And then he, when he turned, the defenseman fucking screwed up the pass, and it went right to him, and he buried it. And, and and they took it away. And it was like, okay, are you taking it away because he cheated by not clearing the zone? I'm kind of okay with that. What I'm not okay with is you're giving the defenseman a fucking free pass for... A horrible play.
1: I just want to get rid of the v- review. He should have never the, even altogether. went up there.
0: Maybe he should have went up the wall, and then we yeah. wouldn't even
1: be having this conversation. Yeah, i get rid of them all together. I think they're bullshit. What about, the other, what about another
0: play where you gain the zone illegally, shoot it on the goaltender, the goaltender freezes it, the face-off goes, we go have a fucking commercial from Harvey's. When we come back, the face-off is inside the zone. The puck is down, they win the draw, and score. Why can't we review that?
1: I don't know because it's just, you got to draw the line somewhere. And I draw, I mean, I'm okay with some of the other things being reviewed in the NHL, but this is just one that's, it's going to, it's going to screw some shit up. You know, you know what's going to get it out of the league? It'll be like the in the the crease rule. Game seven, Stanley Cup playoffs. You know, they review something and everyone's out on the ice with the cop already. And then they're like, oh, that was offside. You think they're turning that goal back?
0: Yeah, but I've been, I've been saying this for years now. We just need to adopt the, breaking the plane rule that's all we need because then you don't need review ever if you go to break the plane you are giving the linesman more responsibility your call is final we will not review any call that you make ever because we are giving you full authority to determine whether that play was on side and we're changing the definition of onside. Onside now means that if this guy was hustling back to to clear the zone so his teammate could gain the zone, maybe he doesn't need to be full both feet was, over the line. Maybe just, he just blown needs out of to, proportion. Man. Maybe he just needs to hustle across the blue line like a sprinter would with his
1: chest out. There's just there's no I don't know. It's, it's not a problem. it's, it's like trying to fix something that's not broken. It, w- it was not a problem. It was really blown out of proportion, and I think it was just reactionary to you know, something very egregious. But it was
0: a problem because if you don't fix the egregious problem, what then-
1: That's saying the, li- the linesmen are the problem.
0: Like, You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's fine to have human error, but when it's so bad like that, you can't have a cup one on a guy that was 12 feet offside. You yeah. have to be able to take that goal back. That's You fair have point. to. You know, and at least the other way, you're taking a goal away from a team. Maybe it was in the first period, maybe it was in the second period. Sometimes it doesn't seem to be as impact, impactful as it could be, but eventually it will be so impactful. And we saw that with the goaltender review issue. The interview, you know,
1: I'd rather see a cup winning goal scored 12 feet offside than have them take a uh, cup winning goal away from somebody on an offside review. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I just what do we got next year? I just want to clarify before we move on that I am not in the camp that wants more review. I actually want less review. I just think there is I think there's a better way to go about doing it. And I mean, I think as the as a league in, in general, the NHL is slightly hesitant to change some of their quote unquote like uh, what am I trying to say like rock bottom rules well, As in, just like these are the rules of the game and we have to stand stand by them. I know,
1: and they're coming out with new rules all the time, but they need to make you know they gotta adapt. they gotta fix it the, they gotta fix the right ones first, that's
0: right, all right, moving along um, I was gonna touch on the high stick review, but it, we went on the fucking offside reviews yeah, too. Yeah, I know
1: reviews, we hate them basically. That's the that's yeah. the end of the That one I was story. okay
0: with though. It was a high stick and all they did was they I went, thought it
1: was weird. I would never seen it before. Yeah. It threw me off.
0: They just went to make sure that they got the right guy which is which is which is the only Which thing is fine. Which it is did, fine with it's me. It's not
1: affecting the, the call. My note about earbuds coming back. See, I back. thought they were actually trying to I think they were actually trying to uh determine whether or not it was a penalty that's what i i was throwing oh off yeah it. no
0: it was confirmed yeah. that they it was were, just a guy which guy yeah,
1: which which makes but again you, know, you don't need fine.
0: you don't need to waste 49 seconds looking at it on a screen if you've got the truck in your left ear because the truck can tell you that it was such and such yeah. a guy he's he's slowed it down you know pixel by pixel and as it turns out it's this guy not the guy you have in the box
1: so you just thinking it'd be quicker
0: quicker it's only a five second delay I've been a part of a production I know it was at the it was at the Ottawa 67's level but it was still Rogers TV it was a good production we were exactly five seconds behind live TV yeah and you know we could clip highlights and get things ready to go like that which is what makes me upset about some of our Canadian productions that are lackluster because I felt like as a fucking 21 year old who didn't know what the fuck I was doing at all I made some pretty goddamn good highlights for the Ottawa 67's and it wasn't even that hard <laughs> And sometimes we go to break on Sportsnet, and they're like, you know, John Tavares with the shot, and we'll be right back. And it's a fucking picture of Marner, like, drinking a water. And it's like, how did you guys not, you know, manage to, to, to sync that up, that we're going to go to break <laughs> with Marner, not Tavares? I know? hate it when they show Strange. the wrong thing. Strange. Or they
1: don't show you the penalty when you don't know what the penalty was. And then I realize it's because Sportsnet or the guys don't actually know what the penalty was because it's have that it. much of a phantom call. or They're so... Uh, they're so small, a little tap on the gloves these days. That's the only thing uh, it takes now.
0: Yeah. All right. Where are we headed? Uh, let me see. What do we got for time here? I don't know. We're I think
1: we're, we're running hot already, aren't we? Yeah, we're pretty we? good.
0: Yeah, but it's a half hour. It's been a good opening session. We only got a couple more. Uh, Let's we us this one out. A couple suspensions. Yeah, we'll talk about the suspension. So obviously, the Wilson 20 Gamer was appealed. Um, it was shut down by the commissioner, right? And then appealed again.
1: Yeah, but and it's gonna be settled on by a third party apparently yeah, this time. Thir-
0: third party. So uh, what's the point of that? Lesko? I have I mean,
1: no idea. He he thinks he deserves to get something off.
0: What's the point of the first appeal?
1: Uh, to get to the second one, were you hoping that? Because you probably knew Gary wasn't gonna go for it, but you have to do the first before you're gonna do uh, you know second one with a third party. I <laughs> yes, but uh, it seems uh, arbiter, so
0: stupid. Like, why don't you just have the third party be present? For the first one. I don't know. Batman I don't says, know how labor disputes work. It just this seems is, weird. It's
1: basically what I think uh, this ends up being is, is you, know, uh, is you know, it's a grievance or a gripe with your employer that you're yeah. trying to deal with.
0: I guess so. All right. Well, we'll see how that turns out. I don't know. That one took a while. Or no, that wasn't the one. Wh- which suspension took a while? Uh, it took a really long time for the decision to finally come down.
1: That was the appeal. The oh, the Matheson. Appeal. No, it was, oh, it was Matheson, the... right, I think? No, that was pretty quick, wasn't it? Not? Oh,
0: no, that was quick. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. Something yeah. took a long time, and we were kind of calling for it, and then it happened later that I think it was the next day we finally got the answer. Anyways, um, we'll see how long that, that appeal takes. Uh, what did you think about the uh, Borietsky uh, suspension?
1: Yeah, he deserved it. He just got suspended the other day. <laughs> so, yeah, I, mean, I know. <laughs> what are you going to do? I mean, and he's, he's a good... Uh, Good heart and soul guy out there. I like him. He's gritty. Well,
0: he's good at interviews.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. The poor bastard had to. I guess last time we talked about him on the podcast was, was the we're a team uh, or no, not we're a team. The uh, Melnick interview. The yeah, Melnick yeah. interview. That disaster. Which
0: apparently, like, he volunteered for. So.
1: Well, good, good guy, local guy, eh? Somebody's got to step yeah. up. All right. Somebody's got to step up and be the be the face of the senators after the departure of some. Uh, some long-time big guns for them.
0: All right, a couple more uh, before we hit the break. Uh, I wanted to talk about coaches, man. Where are we at with coaches?
1: Uh, we're in overreaction territory.
0: But are we going to see one by 2018? Before the calendar flips, do you think there will be a fire? I'm going to
1: say no just based on the fact that last year – was almost an anom- anomaly where it almost went the entire season before a coach was fired. I think the first the time, final in, day, in forever, in the final day, the, the final, the day. Rangers couldn't wait. Right, they had to let go of. Uh, a Vion, it doesn't there? count.
0: I'd like to say a full season, because what a bullshit move! Like wait till the next day. Well,
1: wasn't it because they were done and the NHL season was technically still on at that yes, point? Yes, correct. Yeah, correct. They were out there because it wouldn't have been the first time they'd gone a season in like you know 50 years or something. It was a, a delayed
0: game. That's what it
1: was. It was a delayed game that had to be oh a rescheduled game. Yes, okay. Because the
0: season was supposed to be over on whatever day, let's say Saturday, and I think it was Saturday. They had a game Sunday afternoon. Okay, for a for a postponed game or whatever from weather, and it was I think Boston, Florida, if I'm not mistaken, and because that game hadn't yet to be played, <laughs> it was officially was not bad. a season gone because we couldn't yeah. say that we went. So a full that's why. Season. That's why I think bullshit.
1: I think I'm gonna go with none. I'm gonna say later in the year.
0: What about so I'm my my hot ones? I are, couldn't
1: think of any immediately that came to my mind. The hottest one would be possibly L.A., but apparently Rob Blake has backed uh, Stevens, and yeah, that was he's mine not too. budging.
0: That was mine too. I was going to say LA and then Carlisle. And the only reason why I know you like Carlisle, or sorry, not that you like Carlisle. I remember you saying that, there's just something about Carlisle. Randy Carlisle just seems to get these votes of confidence, and everybody loves him. And the ducks love him. You know, the ducks love him. The least loved him before they fired him. You know, like everybody, every coach is eventually going to be fired. He's, such, he's a good guy. Everybody the only reason him. why I bring him up is because they've got Dallas Eakins
1: waiting down in oh. San Diego. Oh, that puts some heat on him. So that does put some it heat wasn't on Dallas Eakins. Apparently. Uh, uh, coaching the minors when he was coaching in Toronto as well, correct? Yeah, yeah.
0: correct. And then Edmonton as yep. well. So like he spends yeah, got time, chased out of town yeah, yeah. He spends time within the organizations that he works for, and I, I feel like he fits in wherever he goes. You know, he's a good he's a good traveling coach as far as that's concerned. I mean, I guess every coach really at some point in their career becomes a traveling coach, don't they?
1: Well, I don't know. They usually play. I mean, they try and play it close, and usually they're coming up through the ranks of an organization and work your way up I mean obviously it depends a lot of times it seems drastic moves for coaches ends up being because they're taking a a higher position at a, a lower team right essentially you know like Ryan Clough would be an example of that yeah he left uh was the assistant coaching uh team in the NHL um and then headed down to Newfoundland to be the head coach Newfley. of the the Growlers the Leafs new E C H L affiliate
0: the growlers Their
1: jerseys are so dope They are nice Oh man I like them Listen, as well. Look those up If you I haven't do like seen them. them They're they're gold and black And they got a My, my wife is a big fan Of Newfoundland dogs Because she had a couple Growing up Yeah yeah But she said She didn't like them Because they made The Newfoundland dog Look mean on the jersey Oh okay You know it's <laughs> funny Because I
0: was going to say It's a pretty fierce looking uh, Like logo
1: And they're the friendly, Friendliest dogs They, they are I That big, was upsetting to her Big cuddly bears <laughs> Yeah right? they are All right Let's let's hit a break. Um, all right,
0: I was I really did want to uh, revisit that 2015 draft. I don't. Well, know we if, can
1: do that in the summer when there's no fucking content.
0: No, I know. No, but it's all. But it's the only reason why it's it's a talking point now is because of the players. This season that are fucking tearing it up right now. Oh, from that, you know what I mean. From that draft, right. by the end of the season, maybe that might still be the the case. But as of right now, when we look at that 2015 draft, it's pretty intense. So yeah, maybe we'll have a couple of moments at the end to go over. We'll see. Uh, we'll see. But we've got lots of Leafs to go over. Yeah, here. we do have lots of Leafs to go over. So we probably won't have time. But uh, we be running now. Might put that. Uh, might put that on the back burner. But if you're interested and you're wondering, oh yeah, 2015 draft. Okay, McDavid, Eichel, and then what? You know, well, go and see, and then what? Because there's some pretty interesting choices, and I think if you went back in time now, having hindsight be 2020, you might have a totally, totally different uh, top ten, top five even, which is pretty cool. So, um, yeah, what was I doing? I was checking on time here, eh? We're running uh, just under 40, so that could be better, but it could be worse. Um, I need you to uh, take me out uh take me out with a little break right now though while I get take out you camp. out
1: with the trash yeah
0: well figure something out I mean so
1: you know how we were listening to wrestling tunes last week oh so on they fri- were good on I Friday night I had nothing to do cause I was going to a party on Saturday I was taking it easy and I watched like what culture wrestling videos for I don't know a good hour maybe hour and a half <laughs>
0: just uh getting right back into it eh
1: I don't know it's just it's weird nostalgia and they have, uh, Check them out Those guys White Culture Wrestling They got all these like Lists and Just clips And commentary It's pretty interesting Yeah? Yeah
0: So like from Jerry Lawler and
1: Well they just have these uh, I don't know You gotta check it out It's pretty cool
0: What's it called again?
1: What Culture Wrestling
0: White Culture Wrestling
1: No What Culture Not White Culture <laughs> That sounded awful <laughs> I was like Geez I don't know if
0: I wanna I don't know if I wanna Don't type that cooler. In your
1: computer <laughs>
0: I was like You know, Leska's just like sharing some fucking hate speech here. Jesus. All right. Break time and then leaf hour when we come back. Issues he had, but it looks like that shoulder. Hard to get any kind of a sense of numerous thing Tough go. Halloween tomorrow.
1: Scariest night of the year. Except for Saturday night. Except for Saturday night. <laughs> You're a leap fan. Holy shit. Holy shit. Yeah, I know it I I think the most disappointing. Thing for me was, you know, late in the season, I was looking forward to seeing him maybe chase fifty. I know we talked about it in an earlier episode, but I would have been, you know, the fact that he might not have those targets. He won't be up for the hard. He won't be up for any of that. I know. He's gonna be out for four weeks. That's I honestly mean, the worst part. That's a good chunk of the season.
0: That's the worst part. It is. It's not about oh no, I'm worried about the team
1: and for him too. You well know, that yeah it's yeah it sure is that, but I, know, I mean
0: but. It's selfish for me, man. It's selfish. And I even texted, I texted my fiance last night or sorry, whenever the, yeah, last night I texted her last night and I was like, this is so boring. Like, yeah, it's so boring. The Jersey was hanging on the wall. Couldn't even wear it. Like it was so boring and it's just, oh, like I look forward to when he gets on the ice cause he's just so fucking good. He's like getting the pucks and like lifting sticks and like, he's just a fucking magician out there. And then, you know, now he's not there, and it's just like, my God, someone's got to step up. Someone will, but it really sucks, man, without him. Well, it was
1: extra boring just because they really shit the bed against the Flames after coming off two beautiful wins against the Jets. Um, Well, I shouldn't say beautiful. The one on Saturday, they, you know, they came back in the third, which was awesome. I guess that that excitement overshadowed the fact that, you know, they mostly got outplayed, I found. And if it weren't for Frederick Anderson, they wouldn't have been in any of those games, I would think.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was it was really nice to see against obviously a great team in the Jets. Um, Jets haven't been, you know, you know, world beaters this season. Um, really, the Leafs haven't either. They uh, they've looked like it at times, but they they're well, on the road. <laughs> yeah, you're right on the road. Their respective records would indicate, though, that they're just off to to good to good starts. You know, expectful good starts. But you know, maybe you would expect another maybe one more win in the win column for each team. And I know that Winnipeg is still up there in the standings and you're kind of like, Coleman, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, it's just they haven't looked like a well-oiled machine yet. And the Leafs haven't either. Now, I going into the season last goal, I would have said that the Jets, in my opinion, were more of a quote-unquote well-oiled machine.
1: Well, they're what more well-rounded team. More They've well-rounded, got outstanding defense. For sure,
0: yeah. And, I mean, if Hellebuck is Hellebuck, then there it is. Like, him and Freddie are awash. Our blue lines are clearly nowhere near and our offense would be a wash if not for the fact that they've got great offense, too. So it's not really a wash. We just have an advantage. But then they've got like, you know, a clear cut advantage on D. So, sure, I would have put the Jets way ahead. But then they let the Leafs back in the game in a game that they clearly should have held on held, or held on to, uh, you know, without the Leafs superstar. And Matthew's already had like three shots and he didn't even have that much playing time right i think he even had more than that he might have I four i knew
1: i knew the second he got hit that me too it was not you could hear it was a it was a, like a thunderous hit um even in that clip you can hear the contact in the background of it and you could tell right away well, and obviously he he winced and kind of hunched over and it's just really awkward and unfortunate i mean it was it was nothing wrong with the hit and it's just the way he caught him
0: no it's a clean hit uh i have no problem with the hit whatsoever I have no problem with the play. Um, Matthews knows he's going to take contact there, though.
1: Well, he drives the net. That's what he does. He goes, you know, he's not a perimeter player. He's the type of guy who is not afraid to bust his ass to the net, get down. You know, he's been hit lots. He's a big guy. He can yep. handle it. It's just this one, he was just, you know, he was caught off guard, it seemed like. And it was just the the positioning of Truba on the hit, you know, just hitting him in the back of the shoulder like that. And, you know, it's unfortunate. Not it's bad same. for the game. Not the same shoulder as last time. No, nope, thank goodness. Yeah, but I was really though? Well, <laughs> I mean, he seemed to recover fine from the, the previous shoulder injury, not during the season, mind you, because he wasn't right. He yes. wasn't well in the playoffs or so it appeared. But this season, I mean, he he was on another level. We saw that. And then to have this injury occur and derail that start. And it's not easy. I mean, he can skate the whole time he's out, but you know he can't do his regular workout routine right, and it's it's not. You, I wouldn't expect him to hit the ground running when he gets back.
0: I have three concerns. And I'll give them to you in no real general order. Concern one: it's the left shoulder this time, which is the shooting shoulder. That's my first concern. Uh, concern number two is. Uh, the the time that's missed he's not going to be able to work on that shot and the it's the second it's the, sorry it's the second shoulder that's my second one the the second reason number two is the second shoulder it's 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 a different one now now he's got two bum shoulders not just like you know I, I don't well, know. I don't know if the other one's bum right now yeah but okay well it's been injured yeah so it's not pristine the car's been yeah. into an accident I
1: mean he's, that's the other thing about his age we forget he's twenty one I mean he's These guys uh, recover and heal a lot better than, say, someone in their late 20s or 30s would. I mean, I'd injure myself right now, and I feel it for, like, a year. (laughs) Yeah, you're right.
0: Reason number three, probably the biggest reason, I'm concerned about his inability to avoid the injury. I don't want to label him as injury-prone. I don't. That's not what I mean, okay? Like, Joffrey Lupul is injury-prone because the guy just seems to, like, Get it, and it's broken, yeah, you know Matthews. he doesn't like he broke his femur, okay, but that was a crazy fucking crash into the post and end boards, yeah, that broke the femur, um not even that long after that he had a minor back issue, and of course, you're reading all this shit now because people are posting. You know lists of Austin Matthews injuries and whatnot. Now I knew about the femur. Analyze it all. I knew about the femur before he was drafted. I, I remember reading an article because you know it was weird. He was over in Switzerland, and no one really seemed to know a lot about him. So the reports started to circle. Of course, once the Leafs looked like they were going to get him, now all of a sudden everybody needed to know who he was. Um, so you started to get all these extra articles. So you found out about the broken femur. You found out about a bad back. You know he's got a shoulder issue from last season. Uh, you know, what were the Leafs? What did I say? Seven, uh, s- uh, 11, seven, and two was the record last year. Yeah. Without Matthews. Which, and, is you know, they this year's be... looking like it's probably going to be, I don't know, like, what are you thinking? Well, what?
1: you know, this is part of the reason why they signed a guy like John Tavares. Right oh, now absolutely. is when you're like, sorry, John, I know we said you're going to play with Marner, but you got to put the team on your back now and help us get through this. Now, given the, the success they had last year without Matthews, um, put up a nice winning record in his absence. Um, but this is also going to magnify the loss of Nylander at this point in time. Uh, w- this is where you could use your, your depth, and you don't look nearly as deep now with two of your, you know, essentially first-line stars out of the lineup.
0: Well, it's good to see Kadri uh, scoring goals again as well. Yeah. And, and, and in big moments, too, like moments when we needed one, yeah. we got one, not moments where, like, hey, the Leafs are up 6-1. Well, they weren't empty scored. netters. No, they
1: were great. He yeah. scored... Uh, well, he scored that power play goal last night against the Flames to get them back into it. And mind you, he had a, a god awful game; he was inv- yeah. invisible last night. But yeah. then again, a lot of the Leafs players were.
0: Yeah, that's right, and, and then, that was
1: his other game last night, which is pretty awesome.
0: Yeah, and I mean the guy has been through a lot. What was it? Four four changes in like as far as management, coaching, and coaching. yeah, yeah. Uh, like uh, four- he's
1: seen that team go from shit. The to shit. what it is now right. and it's you know it's it's good to have a guy around like that i can offer some perspective
0: yeah absolutely i i like it i mean uh he was just dropped recently by uh actually brett in the pool um brett dropped him uh <laughs> and i picked him up he texted me the next day He was like fucking you know dropped cadre three goals in three games yeah. since i think it was yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly so uh, i'm like thanks for the pickup you know <laughs> that's good but yeah i mean it's nice to see him start to produce i mean we're gonna need. Oh, some we're gonna need him. Scoring. This is where,
1: or he's gonna have to step up, and maybe with a little bump in ice time, it might get him going even more. Hopefully,
0: I did see a, an article as well, or just a tweet that Marner's uh, Marner statistics, uh, Sons Matthews are quite hot. They were excellent. That yeah. was when he was hot last year, later excellent. in the
1: season. I mean, he's been great so far. He's leading the team, or he's tied for Matthews, I think, for the team lead at the moment. Yeah, got some jump. Yeah, and you know what? He's. It was interesting to see his ice time minutes uh, there last night. He was upwards of twenty. Three minutes last night and uh Morgan Riley was at 26 minutes last night and That's I high. noticed at the end of the game when they were playing catch-up uh Riley and Gardner played almost the last three and a half minutes I think it was
0: I couldn't believe that they like they weren't getting off the ice one of the guys in my group chats sent us a group or a chat to the group he says oh it's uh Riley and Gardner you know so you're looking at the screen because like something could happen here for sure and if it doesn't who are we throwing out next? If you don't even have Dermot nobody. Now, I guess, nobody. <laughs> I think somebody nobody. came
1: on to give Gardner a rest, but I don't think Riley came off the entire time. Oh, it was nuts. And, yeah, as it was reflected as ice time. Riley, mind you, being— and Riley and Gardner were, except for Gardner getting dangled one too, too many times, they were our bestie on the ice, and the rest of them were god-awful. Yeah, it's true. I don't it's know what, what the hell is going on with Nikita Zaitsev, man. Like, that guy just flipping pucks up middle, you know, all this this bull crap turnovers and all this. Uh, that guy, I remember in his rookie year, he was skating the puck up the ice and, like, confident. confident with the puck, and he just seems to handle it. He's handling it worse than Merchant right now. It's true, man. Like, he – you're right. He was
0: wheeling up the sheet uh, in his rookie year, and I remember thinking, like, who is this guy? Like, he's just ripping it up here. He's uh, from the Russian League, right? We got him from the Russian League. KHL. Yeah, KHL. And – uh yeah, like he just came over and he it was translating well, and then all of a sudden it went downhill, and you kind of it was think, last year it's just, okay sophomore slump or whatever it is. Yeah, you're like,
1: expecting a bounce back this year, and they they definitely need it because they do. They're need gonna it. go they're gonna go hunting if things continue to be they where the way they are with him and Hainsy, and the other one that I was really unimpressed with last night as well was again Patrick Marlowe, and I hate to call him out because he's a legend, he's such a good guy. I and you know it's, it's right now it's overreaction season for Leaf fans after that. Uh, Kind of a dismal showing last night So I won't get too hard on them But it seems that Marlowe's been ineffective uh, Even getting thrown down with the uh, Marner and Kadri combination Where you expect maybe that'll get him going And it was interesting I looked up the game score Like the the advanced stats for the game last night Thinking those two guys really stood out as poor And of course the lowest game score on the team Is Mar- Marlowe oh, and, eh? and Zaitsev Jeez. yeah i know it's so the sometimes the eye test doesn't i lie. was just gonna say yeah like <laughs>
0: honestly sometimes those the, the the analytics and the eye test can really match up but not all the time
1: you know and no some players get i always like to check stick. to see to see if it verifies what i'm saying or yeah. what i'm thinking or not and
0: i need to take an advanced course in that shit to be honest with you yeah. an advanced
1: coursey in coursey
0: there you go do you have <laughs> a the slightest guess as
1: to how many games played patrick marlowe has uh like fifteen or sixteen hundred something like that fifteen eighty seven wow, <laughs> and what's this he's he on that's an regular iron man, that's he's regular
0: on a, season dude, plus hundred and eighty four in the playoffs
1: he's on an Iron man streak too. he'll is figure he? it out. I like to think he'll come around, yeah, he but is. geez, he's, like he's iron man since twenty thirteen I don't know i mean i i that's have impressive. i have faith in the guy, but I'd like to see a little bit more out of him that's for sure and Five especially points. in this the top six is. You're going to have to be figure themselves out because they're getting shuffled around. And the bottom six has to find a way to contribute. Um, I I know it was nice to get a fourth-line goal the other night. I guess it was Winnipeg. It seems that those two lines, at least last night, had some half-decent shifts where they had strong possession in the offensive zone. But like the top six throughout that game, there was zone time without shots. And it exasperated how bad everything else went with all the neutral zone turnovers and the shitty breakouts. I mean, you
0: got to give credit to the Jets, though, right? You got to, or sorry, the Flames. You got oh, give, the Flames you, play yeah. good defense. You got to yeah. give credit where it's due. They there. blocked
1: a shitload of shots. Yeah. So, and, like, I actually want. I meant to check the shot attempts to see what they were at, but. Still, it was a frustrating game to watch, and I'm sure it was even more frustrating for them to play.
0: Yeah, you know, the Leafs at times, like you're saying, looked really good in the offensive zone as far as the board battles. Like, we were really controlling board battles, but the puck literally never seemed to work its way towards the blue paint, you know? Yeah. It was never there, uh, and of course— They were whenever- kept to
1: the perimeter for sure, There wasn't, but it seems there was, um, there was a frustrating amount of times— where they possessed the puck in a in a dangerous scoring area and around the circles, getting towards the middle, and they didn't shoot the puck. I mean, somebody tell Marner to pass the puck into the net, and maybe he'll <laughs> score more goals. <laughs> I know,
0: man. <laughs> that guy's got to take some fucking shots. No, I <laughs> guess the got to rip it.
1: The funniest part of last night was the the Hyman thing, where where Hyman tricked the whole building into oh, thinking he sniped.
0: I thought he did. I, I well, I, I...
1: I sold on it. They had the the lights on, the horn. The f- the fans all bought it, and they're selling in it. the corner. There's like four of them in the corner, and I the pu- and the it. they got the puck out and start going up the ice, and they blew the whistle. I guess they justified it by saying the puck was dead on the on the net
0: on and- the net. Yeah, which which actually was a good call because really at the time like they were they were still trying to like uh, fish it off, and it wasn't coming off. So yeah. if it would have came off immediately on the first try, then I'd feel a little greasy about how you know maybe the play should have just kept going
1: I mean I didn't see it going in but obviously on TV you don't always see it go in so you, I just no, that's true but I it, bought did, into it' but it
0: did look good and I mean some, sometimes sometimes it just goes in we don't know how if you or looked why. at
1: Mike Smith right right away he was uh, <laughs> he was like what no, this isn't in like what is wrong with you it's it's the true. look you could see the look on his face like his shoulders no, and his body no, language right yeah, yeah yeah I and Pissed. it was funny I I guess Looking at the shot totals, especially throughout the uh, the majority of the game, I was so frustrated because I was looking at Mike Smith's stats going into the game. His save percentage—it just got awful. He's being torched. Awful. They well, they lost nine-one to Pittsburgh. The game four—that doesn't help. No, and they—you uh, know—I'm like, shoot the goddamn puck! Like just, just, just throw it on that. What well, How get... much time the guy spends on his stomach?
0: What did we get? Eight shots through fifty-one minutes. Oh,
1: it was it was. I was so boring. And like even in the third period, we had one shot. I think in twelve minutes. Yeah. In the th- going in the third, I'm like, well, I was hoping somebody would fire something up and get going here. Um, you know, they they, they kept Tavares out of it. They didn't see a whole lot out of him. I mean, he was still logged a lot of minutes and took a lot of difficult faceoffs for him. But uh, I noticed that too. Calgary was very strong on the draw as well.
0: Yeah, they well they they're leading the league right now. In I uh, yeah I, in, I think last dog. night it just going it.
1: into the game, they said they were in the top yeah, top it showed three it, or four it on the
0: screen. Um, one last quick one on Marlowe here, just before I get rid of his stats, I wanted to pull it up uh, or just wanted to bring it up. Plus two. He is a plus two. Well, (laughs) Oh, plus minus. Oh, they don't like to talk about it, but like what's played with Austin Matthews. What's You know? Yeah. But Austin's not a plus. Austin's a minus, I think, or he's barely a plus. Cause he plays more more than Marlowe does. Yeah. True. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He, yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, kind of a true. kind of funny stat.
0: Yeah, I mean it. It is. I I still personally like it. Like I understand where the there's the sometimes where is. it's
1: misleading and sometimes where it's, it's kind of a reflection of their play.
0: Agreed. Yeah, I wish there was a little bit more. Well, I guess the the fancy stats as they're called. Those are the ones that, the that shots really for and against yeah. are.
1: I think more indicative of possession and how, where where you're playing when you're on the ice. Yeah,
0: true. True that. I always just like ever since I was a kid when. Whenever the goal went in against the Leafs, my immediate reaction was to see who
1: was out there. Did you and, feel bad for them for having well uh, getting dash one? No, I would.
0: <laughs> I would almost like. I don't want to say that I was looking to see who was to blame. I just it was one of my early like tendencies was to take note of who was out there. Who's that? Oh, this guy. Oh, that guy. Oh, oh, that guy again. Like, and that. Was, oh, you'd see
1: he was on the ice frequently. For, for for goals, goals again, I did yeah. notice that too. I'd be like. Who the hell is that? Is, is it's fucking, him again. It's McCabe's on the ice again. again you know, yeah. <laughs> and,
0: and 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 that's where the eye test matches up perfectly with the plus minus because it wasn't like, oh, he came off the ice and the well, fucking like, they scored. It was yeah. like a bad shift. No,
1: it's like guys who were frequently bad shift out there, in hemmed in their end. You notice that over yeah. the course of a game. He yeah, can't for sure. get
0: it out at the blue line, and again, Jonas Hoagland can't get it out yeah. of the fucking line. They shoot, they score. Yeah, you can talk about My, last night with know, all the Pekka. terrible,
1: uh, the t- terrible breakouts and the. Flip pucks up the ice. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to beat the shit out of them too bad. Everyone has a stinker, lays an egg every once in a while, and that's basically what the Leafs had last night. I'm just
0: sick of playing like shit at home when we have. Well, yeah, this, when we have control of the lineups, we fucking lose.
1: We noted we noted the record, uh, the three and four home record, so a losing home record, which does not make any sense. What are they, the Lumber Kings? And we're five and zero oh on the road when we're not able to match lines. So figure it out, boys. Figure it out, Mike. Mike. Figure it out, Mike. Figure it out, Babs. Oh, hey,
0: I wanted to touch on your point here. We, we kind of skipped over it. Uh, the, the announcement of the injury. I like that you brought that up. On oh, the, yeah. On okay, so uh, yeah. I wanted
1: to talk about that. So yeah, they, it the it was the next day, wasn't it? Or sorry, it was Monday. Uh, we got an update from Babcock, and he spoke to the media and told, said straight up he had a shoulder injury. You know, we didn't try and hide the obvious. Right. But you remember in years past, under Lou Lamarello the media was speculating for weeks about Austin Matthews. You so think back to his last injury, I think it was the conky that he had. Yeah, upper and body injury. We didn't, upper body injury. We had no idea when he was coming back. Babs acted as if he had no idea. Maybe he did. I don't know. I don't buy that normally. But, you know, maybe the doctors aren't telling him what's going on until he's yeah, ready. He knows. He knows. Yeah, I'm he sure he would knows. know. But here's the thing, though. Here's the negative
0: part about that.
1: What about the Leafs being upfront about injuries?
0: Now they can't ever not be. They've now opened Pandora's box. So the next time you say UBI, we all know it's a conky. Because you've came out before and specifically said that it was a shoulder.
1: So you think if there's a if the, they say upper body injury it's, it's going to be a con- concussion. What
0: else is it? Why didn't they say? Meh. They already came out and said that the no superstar elite player was defined as a shoulder. Now that was to that was to to ward off the fucking wolves from coming in. Well, and doing the concussion. It, I think thing.
1: it saves it saves the media circus anyway, though. It, does. it just it like, you think about these guys are already right under the microscope. Like for now, we're gonna be like, all right, well, we know Matthews is out is out for four weeks. You know, he, they won't be talking about him nearly as much. Obviously, the injury is going to come up in common conversation, right? But the media is basically just going to gloss over him. Like, yeah, well, they said he'd be back in four weeks. So let's see where he's at then. Yeah. I mean, I'm not super worried just based on their previous performance and how they're going to do and everything. And I don't really see myself obsessing over the injury too much, given his age and his ability to come back from them.
0: That one, I don't really agree with you on. Well,
1: I, we've seen we've I'm seen concerned. how he comes back. I know. I, but I I'm like. Concerned. Obviously, you're a, a certain bit concerned, but I guess I'm just having confidence in the guy.
0: Yeah, I yeah, good point. I mean, it makes me look like a jackass. For and not, with the
1: way like, it is now, well, with the sports science teams dick. and everything, like, and with it being it's October, if it, with it being this early in the season, there's not going to be a point. It's not like the stretch where, like, no, Matthew, we need you back. We need you back. Yeah, yeah. Pressure for him to dress at this point. It's like, all right, take, take your, your time. damn time. Take your time. If you got to stay, if you got to stay uh, off till Christmas, January, go ahead. Okay,
0: whoa. That's why we got... I do have a fucking fantasy goal here.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I would hate it because I love watching the kid play.
0: Austin, come back. (laughs) You're good with one shoulder, man. You can take mine. Take it back. You can take mine.
1: But you think like during the stretch run where you might play in that situation, it's not going to happen, I don't think.
0: Yeah, it's true. There's no need to rush him back. And I mean, to be honest with you, what I've said to myself since the injury has occurred and all these articles and all these fucking Joe Schmo and their dog putting fucking comments on Facebook about it. I will be concerned after one more. If we see... One more.
1: (laughs) One more shoulder injury? No,
0: one more. Or one more injury. One more injury. And I'm not talking about like a fucking, you know, he got hit with a shot in his knee. You know, like, I, I mean something where, you know, okay, Matthews got hit. And now he's got a fucking high ankle sprain somehow. Because he tried... Uh You know, I'm just saying, because he tried to like... You're just worried he's going to be loophole. Maybe he he tried... No, I don't. I I said that specifically, not loophole. Because Matthews is not an injury-prone guy. He's just a guy that doesn't seem to be able to avoid the injury bug. Like, he's playing some sort of fucking game where you have to get out of the way of things coming at you. And... He seems to be the guy that kinda gets one. It's not, well, we it's not that he's this, weak. Or, yeah, we talked about weak. this earlier. Yeah.
1: he defended himself fine. It was yeah. just it was an awkward situation. It happens. But I'm just it's saying, a few years into his career, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get super hung up on it. At I'm this just point. saying
0: one 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 more of these, like one more season of only sixty some games. It's like just said. a
1: shame that he doesn't get to play eighty two. Exactly.
0: It's fucking it sucks and he's our fucking future as well, so it sucks doubly.
1: Yeah. I mean every with every injury you're gonna get worried and it happens. It happens to the best of them. You know, you think about all the time Crosby Mess had can Good serious concussions guys miss time it's unfortunate they don't get to play the whole game it doesn't take away from their abilities as a player it's just you hope they recover and shoulder injuries can be terrible and often aren't the same you know when you're coming back especially from a surgery but I would imagine in this situation with given his age yeah and no surgery
0: which is key as well no surgery so we came full
1: full circle back oh yeah we started talking about the injury again after we brought up uh, just we were going to talk about the business side and how they actually handled the it it from a PR perspective. Yeah, yeah. But I was was just wondering to myself how we got all the way back to talking about exactly the injury which we let off the (laughs) Leafs hour with. Well,
0: it's a big story, (laughs) man. It's devastating.
1: Yeah, I know. It's uh, the... I just thought the announcement was good. It was good to get it out there. I think so too. But I mean, do you, not, Dubis, do you
0: not agree with me though? Like it, you, they, they. I see what you mean. Yeah,
1: and they're gonna, but they're gonna disclose just about everything. I would find it unusual had they had they not at this yeah. point. Yeah. And it's just it que- it quells the media storm. But to let me degree. ask
0: you. Let me ask you this then: if if given the replay and everything that we saw and the way he was mouthing words on the bench and what? Oh,
1: we'd all know it was a shoulder. It would have been very obvious. But what if
0: they said upper body injury?
1: Well, then we'd be like, it's probably a shoulder.
0: Exactly, but we don't
1: know, and now right. we're worried about... But there's more talk about it. generates more yeah, talk. Yeah, but
0: now all I'm saying is now that they've identified it as the shoulder, the next time it's not the shoulder, they have to say it. Because if they don't, then we're all going to fucking know anyways. We'll all already know.
1: So basically, lineup Blender now. We've got some definitely big changes with Matthews out. Um, they split Mariner and Tavares up. So we've got, I, I understand that. To, or Marner can drive his own I line. like it, yeah. I yeah, like it. He's responsible enough to Get to Kadri going as well. And hopefully get Kadri going, and hopefully Marlow Marlow, goes yeah. back to that yeah. story. But uh, so they've given Taveras, Hyman, and Kapanen, which, you know, Kapanen's hot. Hopefully he can keep that going with Taveras. You know, I'd, I'd really like to see it. Taveras is
0: like, guys, it's October 30th and I was promised, I was promised Marner. that I would be playing <laughs> with Marner. And and then when I looked down the bench, I would see Austin Matthews and William Nylander. Yeah. And I don't see any of these fucking guys. <laughs> I see Zach Hyman flubbing passes in the slot and Kasperi Kapanen skating himself into the far corner. <laughs> what are you guys doing to me right now?
1: No, Kapanen looks like he's on No, oh, he level. does. Yeah, he's, last, uh, he's hot. Last night there, the way he's wheeling and, and bringing the hands with him, um, he didn't get he get on the board unfortunately last night, but he sure had opportunities. He created them like unbelievable, unbelievable speed on that kid. And to see him uh, show that he can be in a top six role successfully is is excellent forward depth when we get the rest of our forwards back.
0: Isn't a uh, cap in a contract year as well? He absolutely is. Yeah, so I so mean,
1: you love getting these numbers. He
0: does. I don't.
1: Well, no, <laughs> like, not really. I would have preferred to have him Driving play on the
0: fucking third line all season and get like 51 points at most and then, you know, make his deal and away we go. But well. now he's going to ride shotgun with Tavares. And, of course, he's playing with Matthews because of, well, because of goddamn Nylander. We're going to have to give all the Nylanders money to
1: It <laughs> That's what, what Dubas probably probably uh, telling them when they're talking now. He's like, Kapanen's taking all of your money, bud. You better Be, sign. Yeah, like every game
0: he every goal he scores, you're losing like two hundred and fifty fucking thousand <laughs> off of this
1: deal. And the deal is already here. So sign yeah. that or else. Every guy that's a a good threat. Call him up and say every goal Kapanen scores, 250K comes off your contract. Yeah,
0: not a bad fucking deal. Take but back, I gotta Michael. think whenever
1: Nylander does come back, it's gonna bump uh you gotta think Marlon comes out to of the top six now.
0: Well, yeah. Because well, you're gonna
1: keep Kapanen on either the top line or Put him in the put him on the second, depending on whether or not Matthews I, is back. I personally
0: don't think we have to worry about anything line-related because I don't think Nylander's coming back. You don't think he's coming no. back at all now? No. Now you've given up on him? I haven't thought he was coming back since he missed the Washington game.
1: Since, which, the, since that particular game? Yeah.
0: Well, I thought because it, like, it was like a full week into the season, and it yeah. was, I think three games missed. I think well, we only- I
1: think once it was over a week, you knew it was going to be a while.
0: I guess, yeah. And, I mean, it's still technically there's lots of time. I get it or whatever. But here's the problem that I've had. And I don't want to touch too, too long on this. But it is a developing story. And we, we do have to touch on it week by what week. What are the developments? Because things do happen over the course of said weeks. You know, whether the team is playing well or, you know, Nylander appears in some fucking commercial because he clearly needs money. So <laughs> he's doing something. But the I thing like is, that commercial. Yeah. The scary. Yeah. The thing is, though, is like it's just, I don't know, man. The whole time everyone kept saying, Oh, it doesn't even matter. I wouldn't even fucking talk about it. It's obviously going to get done, blah, blah, blah. It, there was just like this, there
1: was just, there was this arrogant. You remember the cool time when we weren't so worried about it?
0: Yeah, but do you see where I'm coming from, though? It's just there was, magnified this, there was now. this arrogant time, an arrogant air about most Leaf fans when they said, ah, this isn't a big fucking deal. They're going to get it done anyway. Even the media would say, you know, yeah, there's lots of time they're, they're going to get it done. If they and weren't then winning,
1: got... we'd be really shit in the yeah, bed. Yeah, but
0: then it got close. To the training camp, and they were like, "Yeah, if he misses a couple games of training camp, that's fine." And then he missed all of training camp, and they were like, "Well, he's definitely not going to miss regular season, you know." And I'm the other guy in the background that's been like, "Boys, I don't think this is going to go well. I'm worried about this." Now, I was worried about it then. I ain't worried about it now. I'm worried about not being able to fucking sign him at an appropriate dollar so that we can trade the cocksucker.
1: Well, because- he's going to have there. There's the Leafs aren't budging. That's why. I mean, this is why this hold out. You know.
0: I don't know. I think, it's, I think it's him that's not budging because he wants to stay in Toronto. He doesn't want to well, go yeah, to ne- another team. Neither of them are budging. But he can't get a no-move no... clause. He can't get a no-move no, clause. He can't, so. so he can't, other than Dubis's word, he has nothing. And I'm sure that his father fucking beat into him not to trust anyone. And the only thing that he can trust is an immovable deal.
1: He can't get an can't get movable deal. He's he not can if
0: it. he signs for eight.
1: Well, he's not getting eight. Well, I then mean, he's not playing. We already know the Leafs aren't going over seven. But here's seven. the thing, though. He, no, he's coming back no, for but seven. He, no, he's not. It's, he's at a disadvantage. He has no leverage. He does. He's zero leverage. He does. The leverage is,
0: fuck you. I'm not coming back. Then
1: they'll fucking trade him.
0: But then they get nothing for him. It Let's go. Yes, they will. No, they won't because you can only trade his rights. The, you can only trade his rights until his until yeah his, his rights contract are is extremely over. valuable. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. Well, they're not as. valuable. Why is he not valuable? They're, but they're not as valuable as a good contract term deal. Like,
1: let's they say, sign the good contract. They the team that's accepting him signs no, the man. good contract. No, man, they can they, afford to pay him. But they've seen how he sh- doesn't want to get traded. But so they, he signs. I,
0: they uh, let me fucking talk, dude. They want the most money possible so that the Leafs can't be like, oh, well, we're just going to fucking trade your deal because he doesn't want to be Somebody traded. Somebody will take you. Wants Arizona will fucking take you. Yeah, but the deal has to be struck beforehand because there's no fucking way any GM in the NHL right now is like, yeah, sure, I'll take William Nylander's agent's phone number for Noah Hannafin. Yeah, they're signing trades. That, when was the last time a sign-and-trade happened?
1: I could not reference a specific one. Ever. It doesn't happen. No, they definitely People do. talk about it all they the time. They don't get traded without getting those deals in place or at least talking. Yeah, oh
0: no no, a deal like agreed up uh, like in principle. Yeah. The deal is in principle yeah. agreed upon. That 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 could be the case. I'm not saying that that is impossible, but you have to at least hear my argument when I say I don't think there's a GM right now that's going to pay a lot of fucking He's already getting offers on him. Yeah, but they're probably not good enough. And they're probably based on well, a deal. Well, definitely not. But they're probably based on a deal. Well, we don't know that. But we don't know that. We also don't—what we, we do know is that we never see sign and trades. We don't see sign and trades. Unless we know that they happen behind closed doors— they don't actually happen, and I yeah. Mean, I meant I mean more. Like I meant more what you referenced about
1: as in they have agreed to some. They've spoken already. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They've spoken. Which is in different advance. though, because officially because that's going to be always be contingent on that.
0: Right. But officially, we've never seen a player like sign no, no. His the sign with the team and then get traded. And then get yeah. dealt. No, like, it, I, I know
1: what you mean. That's the wrong terminology. Yeah.
0: It may happen like later on in the year, but I mean like the actual principle of the deal is okay. Here we go. Sign this, and then we're going to trade it there. Right, right. It's like no. We'll trade you there for what they're giving us and then you sign over there yeah but the problem is is i don't know if any team out there is willing to risk that deal in principle because well, of a, a player
1: that's holding out and has a history of it's a it's a low risk for the for the team though because they can afford to pay him what he wants
0: which is what eight they can are you telling me that a team is just gonna fucking throw eight yeah. times eight at? yeah Newlander? there's
1: dumb teams out there they'll do that for sure how smart do you think nhl gyms gms really are
0: I guess, yeah. <laughs> like
1: they'll pay them. The reason why the Leafs won't is because they can't afford to. There's other, or, or you know, they can afford it, but I mean, given the cap constraints. But we're not going. to But give there's him other up teams that don't have the same constraints. Yeah, and it won't be nothing. It absolutely wouldn't be. At the end of the day, Nylander's going to sit as long as the Leafs really want him to. I think he's going to sit the as whole long year. as he wants to. I
0: think that's what I'm saying. I do. I do. I recently realized that I think he does have leverage now. Like over the last I, couple so? days, because his leverage is fuck you guys if you don't want to give me the it, money that's not
1: leverage saying fuck but it, you but it is
0: because we want him or we want to trade him we either want him to play for right us and or at we the end want of the day it's him. a
1: business and they don't care they'll do either one of those things yeah but
0: they're not going to trade him unless we're getting like a top a top
1: two pair right and they'll sit there on him
0: so what happens then what I'm, I'm saying that both the, either both sides at the end of the, the day leverage. the
1: leafs are going to get something a win either way but obviously, the best is signing the guy. And William knows what's best for him, and that's signing with the Leafs.
0: It's such a weird scenario. There are way more layers of this onion to be peeled back, man. And I can't wait until someone writes an article with some sort of inside They'll information.
1: Never have it. Nobody will ever have it. We'll never know. God It'll damn it, will be done. Pal. He'll show Wear up the a next day. Nanny cam. and everybody'll say that. And everybody will say the right things, and he'll be back, and everybody will be happy, and we'll all forget about
0: Wear this. Wear a fucking nanny cam to your next meeting, Kyle. Yeah, right. Like,
1: he's well, he's going to leak that to got the those media. big glasses. He yeah. could probably
0: put a fucking camera in those there's cucks. No way,
1: there's no way any of that stuff's <sighs> getting out at all, right, all. What are we doing Unless here? Nylander does it.
0: <laughs> uh, which could be. I mean, that could be. You never know. Who knows? Maybe he defects from his country and his fucking disowns his dad i don't know who knows
1: yeah does anybody want to apply to be nylander's new dad who wants to adopt <laughs> william nylander maybe you know what he might need not only a new agent at the end of this he might need a new dad i like shanny shanny be a good dad daddy shanny yeah i don't d- mind that he didn't steal some hey? good values yeah on him. he would he would and make him
0: a little tougher right yeah he's kind of got that boyish uh sweetest charm about him Oh, he's
1: a rocket. That's for sure. All right, man. What are you thinking here? You Good thinking, looking uh,
0: dude. You thinking we're going to wrap this one up here? Wrap. Yeah, this, I
1: think we. Uh, well, we hammered out the big leaves. Uh, big leaves topics. You know, we got uh, got over a little bit throughout the last three games. Uh, schedule is looking interesting. Yeah. What do we got? We're we're off and on for the next
0: couple days, eh? Off and on, off and on, and then a couple of days off, and then a back to back. Yeah. Right. So we've been off. Yeah, a couple of days off. Thursday, Dallas. Saturday, Pittsburgh, couple days off, then Vegas, couple days off, then New Jersey. So that's a winning schedule, man. Like, that's an opportunity to pick up some points.
1: Well, t- they better figure it out.
0: Tough games offensively uh, against Dallas, Pittsburgh, obviously, as well. But then, you know, the Knights, I mean, I oh, I wanted to talk about the Knights.
1: It'd be interesting to see I mean, uh, how that game rolls out. But it'd be interesting to see at all how the offense tries to get back on track, you know, not a lot of output in the last few games, and we're going to have to see more more of the rest of the club if they're going to be successful in Matthew's absence.
0: That's right. All right, and we uh, we would have liked to have seen more from this uh, pod, but unfortunately, we just rambled our fucking faces off. Uh, we into were wheeling tonight. Hour and 15. Yeah, hot. we were wheeling. We were I, hot. I like it, though. So listen, folks, um, for those of you that are still sticking along and you know watching episodes or listening to episodes, I, sh- I should say, as they come out, we thank you. We would love you all to throw us a subscribe. Wherever you get your podcast from us, follow the fucking thing, share it, but mainly subscribe to it because we have a lot of listeners, Lesko, in our early uh, month or so of time. And it's uh, getting better as we go. And we really want to be able to take this somewhere. So the more subscribers we can get, the better. So give us a help or give us a helping hand. You can find us on Twitter at PuckPod, at Coleman42. And at Adam Lesko.
1: At Lesko Adam.
0: At Lesko Adam. How
1: many times are we going to screw that up? We didn't do Twitter <laughs> questions either.
0: No, no, I know we didn't do Twitter questions. So which we got to do it next time. Which is really unfortunate. But um, again, there wasn't as many uh, as we would have hoped. So we um, only need a couple. That's all you're we right. need. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> we don't I... have
1: time to fill
0: anyway. No, that's right. But we do want to be able to get in, um, you know, we want to be able to talk about it at length, right? And really address it. So, um, I'd rather have a nice full segment uh, moving forward. But anyway. You
1: need to get a hotline. You know, like yeah. people just call and leave fucking bullshit voicemails. Well, I'll, I'll <laughs> have to
0: give up my fucking phone number on the on the iTunes oh, yeah?
1: page. And then I'll just get all kinds of spam. Oh, yeah. Which
0: I already get anyways. Great. All right, listen. This has been another edition of the Pucks in Deep podcast with Adam and Josh. Thanks for listening. It was episode eight. And it's been a lot of fun. We're approaching double digits quickly. And we thank you for joining us each and every episode. We'll see you again next week.